right. Good morning. I am here with Ebony Parsons, and she is the owner of the boutique All Eyes on Her, and she's located at 317A Dover Road, Suite 6 in Clarksville, Tennessee. So welcome, Ebony. Welcome. Thank you so much. (laughs) Not not that I'm saying welcome. (laughs) Good morning. (laughs) That's okay. So I'm I'm so grateful that um, you and I connected and just by chance started chatting it up as women do. And um, the more I learned about you, the more intrigued I was because I'm always fascinated by women and how they start their careers and why they are where they are because we all have a story. And your story really struck a chord with me because you cater to a specific niche market and you have that confidence and that, um, I would say, the drive to be a positive change and influence. And so I'm really excited that you joined us for this podcast. Thank you for having me. Yes. So let's go ahead and get started. Can you give me uh, some background on your education and your work history? Um, So I have a bachelor's degree in management um, with an emphasis on criminal justice. Um, I didn't really follow that path. Uh, I worked in the um, healthcare industry for over 20 years um, with Medicare in particular. and there I did did a little bit of managing and, and, um, and things like that. Um, but after a while, I decided there was something else that I wanted to do. It wasn't my passion. Um, it no longer made me happy. Um, and so that's where I ended up with my boutique. Wonderful. So you say you weren't happy. Um, let's go back to what you did like about those prior jobs. What was positive so, about those so what I did like about it is um, I had the opportunity to, um, I was in management for a really long time. So I had a lot of time to develop employees and, and hear what their career goals were and help them on their path. Um, also, um, with it being a government contract, I got to learn a lot about the Medicare system. So, you know, I can help um, individuals that I know that are uh, that are elderly and um, which would have a hard time understanding procedures and policies and things like that um, because of the way things are just written. So I was able to you know help help them in that in that aspect. So I like I liked doing that. As far as developing the employees, it's really um, important that you listen to them and kind of help you know guide them to where they need to go because. A lot of times we know we want to go, but we don't know how to get there. So I loved helping push them towards their goals and helping them achieve those goals. I love it. You sound like a person who really cares about others' success in life, period. And I do. I really do. That's something I think about every day. I'm always trying to figure a way to help somebody. I I just, it's something within me that I, I can't help it. I have That's to wonderful. help someone else. <laughs> That's wonderful. So tell me what you didn't like about that those jobs. Um, what, what I made didn't you want to like, move on? What type, what type of things you said you, you kind of got tired of it? What made you want to move on? So what I did get tired of is 
of course it's a job and of course they have financial goals and things like that and it was really frustrating when um work would would slow down and then it comes to the point where you have to let employees go because of the fact that there isn't any work or the work is slowing down so it was always a numbers game playing that number game keeping the the number of employees matching the work um and that was really hard to let people go who you know who had been doing this job for so many years um and now they have to find something else so that to me was really hard and i know i get it i understand that aspect but that was really hard for me um yeah it never feels good even though it makes sense right no and yeah it never feels good even though it makes sense so um that was really hard for me so i didn't like that aspect of the job um also i just wanted to do something different i had always answered to someone else you know even in management i i wasn't the top executive so i always answered to somebody else and it was if things went wrong it was my fault if things went great that's good you know um but it was just like i was just ready for something else so i was ready to move on yeah well, that kind of leads into my next question for you, which is what limitations or barriers did you feel like you had to overcome both emotionally and financially um, in your past jobs? So um, I would say uh, with it being a salary position, no matter how many hours you work, this is your pay. Um, so that was kind of difficult because one week you could do 40 hours and that's fine but the next week you might do 55 or 60 so that was that was kind of hard because no matter what you're going to just have this one regular paycheck um also with some of the limitations in management you can only do what the company allows so no matter um like say i might be pushing them towards this goal but if something happens where we need all hands on deck I this person can't pursue that goal at this time they have to do their regular job or something like that so it, it you're always like you have the go ahead but then it's caution sometimes right. so um yeah so that was kind of frustrating just having to deal with that and then in the times when things went well um it was good but the times things went were not going so well then it was just like okay how do we fix it and it was always okay we did this we didn't do this well this is why so it was a lot of research and and answers to people just didn't want to do better or you know things like that so um that was really that was a lot to deal with we had to do that a lot yes i can identify with that i was i found myself very frustrated doing these projects and all of a sudden they didn't matter and you pour your yeah. heart and soul into it and you're like but don't stop now because it's gonna work nope we're going this direction <laughs> yeah and, and i mean if it was just if you had if you were the only one responsible then you can see it through but when you have other departments or other people and then if you're the project lead then you're responsible to fail and that was just that was just not fair to me right I agree so what made you decide to start your own business at that point so um I 
Okay, so I guess let me give you a little history on on me, if that's okay. So, um, that's okay. <laughs> so I guess I would say a few years back, um, I was I wasn't happy with me. Um, I didn't I didn't like the way that I looked. I didn't care how I dressed. I didn't care kind of like how I presented myself to society because I wasn't happy and I really didn't know that that's what my issue was um so I would say that I didn't love myself and there are a lot of people who don't um so I I sought some counseling and I was able to figure out those issues that had come from my past that were here in my very present future that were keeping me from being happy Um, So I was able to learn how to deal with those. And once I was able to deal with them, I started liking who I was. And I was like, oh, I think I'm cute. Um, (laughs) Let me put, let me look at these clothes. Oh my gosh, I love these clothes. And and, um, I had a really good friend who loved to shop. So she started taking me shopping with her. And I started developing a love for clothes. And I was like, okay, um, I like this. And then as the more I did that, women would come up to me, oh my gosh, I love your outfit. Oh my gosh, I would never wear that. Oh my gosh, you're a big girl and you have that on. And so it started, um, I started thinking, well, there must be a lot more people like me. Um, So just getting that feedback from others, I decided, well, what better way to kind of help people, um, to help other women like me by starting my own boutique and then I can put clothes in there that they may not like or may not think that they would look good in and then when they come to me I can show them this is how this would look on you this is try this on I know you've never worn a thing like this before but try this on you know so I could if they can get in my face then I'm able to talk to them and kind of coach them through that so I just decided well let me do this let me start a boutique let me start somewhere and then I can help do this. So it's almost like a ministry to me as well um, with doing this. So that's I where it came from. And I have to say that when I first met you, um, the thing is, is when we develop our inner beauty, our exterior is beautiful. It just yes, emulates. Yeah. And that was what I noticed about you firsthand is you're just a beautiful person. And you. when you shared this story with me, I couldn't wait to offer the to just ask you to please do this interview with me because I just love your story and you're so empowering and I think that what you're saying about being vulnerable and seeking counseling and finding that love for you is so important and so many women are afraid to do that because we have that shame from our past and so congratulations on taking that step and and um, I agree with you, the the ministry itself is Thank you. the passion emulates from you just when yes, you were ma'am. speaking about it. So oh, I know thank you. <laughs> so let's go ahead and talk about challenges and fears that you had to overcome in starting this business. So I would say the biggest challenge, one of the biggest, well, okay, the biggest fear, okay, if I... If I take this leap of faith and jump out here and do this and fail, um, oh my gosh, what am I going to do then? (laughs) 
So um, I think one of the challenges was balancing whether I wanted to continue to work full time and then try to have the store or is it beneficial for me to just like do some of my retirement that I have saved up and start my store um how do I do it another challenge was trying to find a facility because retail stores are really pricey and so it was just like, do I jump out there and get a $2,000 rent <laughs> a month when I'm just starting? So, so those were some of the challenges that I had to deal with. So what I decided to do, I decided for the first couple of months, I was going to be all in, which I, I was able to take some of my savings and stop working completely and just focus on my store. Um, so that's was in their building and you know making my jewelry because I do make jewelry so I was building up my stock I did have a few things but I wanted to present new things since I had a location and it was no longer an online store um so um I started making jewelry and things like that and doing my advertising and and um like doing like little videos like here it is this is coming blah 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 things like that um so that's what I decided to do to start it out so it was very scary to step out there and not have the eight to five job for me. But the more I thought about it, I was like, how can I work and have a store? If I go to work and for me, I can explain my distance. I live in Clarksville and I worked in Nashville. So that's an hour commute every day uh, to work. And then I work eight hours and then there's an hour commute home. So 10 to 12 hours every day I'm in Nashville and so I was like how can I have my store so that was the decision that led me to just go ahead and, and let it go and focus fully on the store so I would say those those were the biggest challenges and what I decided for my location um, I was talking to a realtor and she is the one who told me about the salon suite so basically it's a, a little setup where each person has their own room and in this salon, um, and it makes sense for me because there are women in there or men in there doing hair. There are people doing eyebrows and things like that and clothes. To me, all kind of goes together with beauty. Um, so it was a perfect setup for me. And it was very inexpensive and affordable. So um, I was like, okay, great let's do vision. it. What yeah. Great yeah. Yeah. Yes, I'm so That's glad for it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Awesome. Awesome. So tell me what keeps you going when the going gets tough. So my biggest thing is I know that um to stop is to me is to fail. And I really believe and I, I'm not sure if everybody believes in God, but I really believe that my testimony and the test that I had to go through to get to this point, somebody else needs to hear that or needs my story. And so I really believe that this God gave me this vision. And so I get out here every day and I push every day because I believe that this is what he wants me to do. And it also makes me happy. Um, so I push because I want to touch other people's lives. 
And yes, it does get hard. And so (laughs) opening a business is not for the faint and hard. It's not for the faint and hard. (laughs) You know, you said something something that um, I identify with as we all have these gifts that I believe we're given. And you were lucky enough to discover and develop yours. And I really, truly believe it is the mode of the gifts that we're given to reach out to other people. And I, I believe that your, your ministry, your passion, that your mode is the, the gift of being able to share with others how to feel beautiful is just the mode in which you really reach them for the true message. Yes, yeah. Thank you. So I think that's amazing. And so what advice would you share to encourage other people to follow their dreams? Well, I really feel like um, if you're not doing something that you love, um, you're not going to be happy. And whether if I know a lot of people look at, oh, it's not not enough money in that or um, will it feed my family? I really believe that your gift will make room for you. And so I really feel that your life isn't fulfilled until you're following your passion or your dream and so I would say plan really plan before you step out there so know that it may have a financial impact it may have an emotional impact on the family all these different things could impact it so make sure you really plan plan your finances plan you know um, location or, or whatever it is just make sure that you really have a good solid plan in place and a backup plan um but I would say you will be so fulfilled and feel so good. I have no regrets um, of following my dreams, even when times get hard or any like anything like that. I have no regrets, and I'm so happy that I'm doing this. And I'm so happy for the people that I'm touching. And if I was back in that place I was before, I wouldn't feel this joy that I feel every morning when I get up. And so I feel that should follow you you have to follow your passion it may be somebody else's needing you in that area that you're passionate about so you need to follow it and just have a plan in place and move forward and I I made a statement to myself and I wrote this down I'm not going to continue to talk about what I'm going to do I'm going to put a plan in place and I'm going to move forward and that's what I have started doing with every project that I have started I talk about it. Uh-oh, I'm still talking. Let me write it down and let me move forward. And so that's what I do. That, that is perfect. <clears throat> I love that because write it down and take action. Mm-hmm. And you, you truly have done that. So um, if I just really appreciate your time and um, your sharing your story today. Is there anything else that you wanted to add before I have you share your contact information again for the podcast listeners? No, I think I've covered everything. And I just, I want to thank you ladies so much um, for allowing me to come out here. And thank you. You guys are so inspirational. I don't know if you know that. Um, so oh, I just want to say, so <laughs> I just want to say thank you. And and it's, and you're doing a great work and it's so needed. I, I love to see women come together um, and help each other out. So I'm so glad that you all are doing this. Um, but no, I didn't have anything else to say. Oh, You're thank welcome. you so much, Ebony. 
So, um, so Ebony Parsons, all eyes on her boutique. And if you would go ahead and state your address and your contact information and your website, that would be great. Yes, ma'am. So all eyes on her boutique is located at 317A Dover Road in Clarksville, Tennessee. It is located inside of Beautiful Suites. Um, so you will see the, 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 the building first and then I'm located in there in Suite 6. Um, you can also find me at Ebony Nicole Parsons on Facebook, or you can find a store at All Eyes on Her on Facebook. Um, and you can also find me at those handles on Instagram. Wonderful. Well, I thank you for your time, and I wish you a very successful future. Thank you so much. Thank you.